Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, TNT Hoops back again. Your boy Quick Bucks in the building with Ansel. Ansel is good. Chilling, Quitty, how are you? Good, man. Just chilling, man. You know, we had that tough loss. Obviously, season's over. Somber <laughs> episode. We had to come in with that jersey, man. Yeah. Paid Toronto their respect for that, but, um, man. Yeah. Trust the process. <laughs> I really don't have the words for it either. Um, as you said, 92-90 loss to Toronto uh, on Mother's Day. On oh, Mother's Day. Yeah, one of, one of the <laughs> toughest losses I think I've had to endure as a Sixers fan. Yeah, um, for sure. We're talking about Philadelphia it Philadelphia sports history period, my fault. Yeah, we're talking about it earlier. Um, kind of just the other side of the, the coin for just Philly sports fans. Like with the Eagles, you get the, the doink from Cody Parkey, feeling all that jubilation, and then – now we feel a little so low. That's I how think Chicago that this, felt. Yeah, yeah, this is ten times worse in my opinion. It's like, basketball, so it's like yeah. football. You see those dramatic moments because it always comes down to that one game every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Basketball is you playing every day, every two days. So when you see it in a game seven, see it was, it's just the worst possible way a season can end. Yeah, um, after what goes on, you know everything you put into the season. Obviously, let's just get right into it, man. Um, Going into that game, um, it was what six to three after the first seven minutes of the game. We Real slow. Yeah, missed our first nine. Um, yeah. It seemed like everybody was just short arming it, just kind of a game seven as we expected. But to me, I thought just like if we kept it close and the quarter ended eighteen to fifteen, but like we kept it in with, within ten because they, they started to spread it out towards the end of the quarter. But we were in range and Ben was playing aggressive, um, like you said, and Bede was moving well. What are your thoughts kind of just at the start of this game? I mean, it's just so hard to look at the whole game as a whole because it was just all moving so fast because it's like game seven. like, And everybody was playing. You could see the jitters and everybody. Like mm-hmm. we, like you said, we came out shot 0 for 9. Like you see everybody was playing so fast, trying to be so desperate and get the job done as fast as they possibly can. And with a young team, like <clears throat> not being able to take advantage of the fact that you may have more you know, talent than Toronto, um, obviously, that was frustrating as a fan, but I mean, all in all, I mean, here, I mean, I'm already going into it, like, but all in all, it's like, how how you feeling about the season? Like, I mean, like, do you already feel? Do you already feel? How do I want to put this? Do you already feel that? Um, you feel better about it today, like, okay, in a bigger picture, like, this yeah. is where we are. Yeah, yeah, Somebody yeah. told you, you know, in the beginning of the year, it said. You know, y'all going to go to the second round again, but y'all going to lose in seven. Yeah, win 51 games, second or round. 51. Beat Brooklyn, like, beat Brooklyn. Five but you're going to have a new team. You're going to go through a different type. You, it's going to be a different type of field where you're almost like a contender. Like, you, yeah. you're you right there about to get to the Western Conference Finals as opposed to last year just getting dominated <coughs> by Boston. I I would say I would feel good. Um, Like, just as you said, like, it's a damn near the like same exact record from last year, one game short. Um, 
this year we're clearly a better team. Um, we went through a transition, which I think we handled great. Like for only wow. only having these guys for what ten games together during the, the regular season. Yep. Um, That's thirty-five. The playoffs, like to clarify, Simmons, Reddick, uh, Butler, Harris, and Embiid. To clarify that. Yes. That five, you know, you didn't have that much of Embiid at the end of the year either. He, with that tendonitis, and after the All Star break, he played like he only played a couple games, twelve games, I think he played. You know, so, the last twenty eight. So it's a whole new team. Tobias came in right after the All Star break. Jimmy obviously came in earlier in the year, I believe it was November. Um, but yeah, so all taking all that into teams. account, like we like we played well. Like you know what I mean? Like we we did a really good job of like. Handling everything that was given to us in stride. Um, I think this series just kind of came down to them having a guy like Kawhi Leonard. Like, we saw the stat today. It was, like, what, the fourth most points in a series history. It was, like, what, 248 or some crazy number. Right. Um, but for that game in particular, um, just to kind of go back to it, uh, I think we played them well. Like, leading into the first three quarters, like, I stupidly sent out a text of the group chat. Like, yeah, we locking Kawhi ass. I, 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 I was watching it, and I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, look. We're playing these well. Great, these great teams, this game seven, these great talents, man, just let it go. That's why as soon as, as soon as you start cooking, I just felt like you had some blame in that. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's I, the I'll jinx. take a little bit of blame. <laughs> that's the jinx. For like, just, did that. For, from our <coughs> from our perspective, like Ben was, I think that was one of Ben's better games, just from start to finish. Even though I, the finish wasn't as strong as we would like, but like. The first quarter is playing aggressive, getting up and down the floor. He blocked like what two of Kawhi's shots in the first quarter. Um, Bodying him up, playing real aggressive. He had a couple pity pack calls, like, but it was, I guess, frustrating for us to see because Kawhi was just slowly started to get rolling, rolling, rolling in the fourth quarter. Like, I've just been here before, young boys. So you points. can do, you can go as hard as you want. Like, like and Ben, and you know, Ben was playing amazing defense, and Ben showed why he can be a first team, you know, all defense, a first team all defensive player. I think in this league, the fact that he can guard all five positions, like. He can be on that first team on defense, that Draymond type. Um, and it's like, I think he proved that in this series. But Kawhi just being as great as he is, he's like, man, I've been here. Like, yeah. you can you can go as hard as you want and play your fundamental defense, but I've been here like, I'm great. And I think that was Kawhi really showed that he's top two. I mean, I think yeah, unquestionably right now in the league. 100%. I mean, you, either, I mean you, go, you go KD, obviously. KD, Giannis, and Kawhi, those are the three guys – I mean, I even put y'all in this. What about Steph? The three guys that you would say are the top three in the league. So in the room we was talking to right now, our man Jordan came through all the way from Jersey. I remember he's South Side, freshly graduated from ESU. Yes, sir. League in the building. But who would y'all put? You know, feel me? Top three in the league right now. Giannis one. This yeah, is Leek's list, just in no particular order. It's interchangeable. I think the two, two, three is interchangeable, basically with Giannis and Kawhi. But I, th- I'll take Kawhi, me personally. Yeah. So, the, so that's just proven now. Yeah. Basically saying so. With the consensus Kawhi, in the room is KD, right. Giannis, Kawhi. Um, All right. So with Kawhi and KD just being. You know those, uh, not Kawhi, KD. I'm sorry. With Kate, I mean, with Kawhi and uh, Giannis playing each other in the Eastern Conference Finals, like it's really about the show. Like we talking they two mano three, y mano, right? like, and they will be guarding each other a mm-hmm. lot in that series, which is gonna be cool to watch. 
But right. for the Sixers, man, like just all in all, it's just a frustrating game. Like that game showed to me, I would like to see a little bit less of Redick next year, just kind of in the starting lineup. Like he did a great job for us this year, thirty-four years of age. But last just, two years, give JJ his yeah, credit. Two years, but because he's gonna be coming off the bench next year, hopefully he comes back. Certain stretches, it was just difficult um, to see. Like we would have to hide him. Having to hide yeah. JJ Redick, man, that's like, always part of the defensive game plan. Instantly, his guys instantly go and set the screen, and then JJ is the hardest. Like it's, <laughs> it's just like that, yeah. yeah. It's crazy how the league is getting to that point where guys like J.J. Redick, I mean, obviously he's not as athletic, you know, defensively. He doesn't have the crazy wingspan like um, the rest of these guys out here, but he's just a complete liability at this point in the league. Like, yeah. people are that good. Like, yeah. Especially playing 40 minutes. So, he had 17 points, but I, I think I would trade that 17 point. Like, Ennis, I'm not saying for Ennis' minutes, but when Ennis came in and gave us a spark, I imagine Ennis is not a starter. Like, a rich man's version of Ennis. Or like. Who? It, like to fill JJ's spot, like last night, oh, like yeah. if you would have had a guy like that that could have played consistent minutes at a high level, like. So like I, like I've been saying in the in, in, in the in the dream world, we we still would have had Landry Shamit. Yeah. And you know we wouldn't have to worry about a replacement, but you know that wasn't the case. So. And Mike's and listen. I, I think I think um. I think you got to bank on Zaire, either being good. Like right away and being that guy that can at least shoot the ball well enough to play. I'm just saying, if yeah. you bring that yeah. five back, right, and if you bring JJ off the bench, like Zaire is good enough to be a starter. You know what I'm saying? Playing defense like how he does and just be able to be a competent offense, offensive player in the league to the point yeah. where you can have JJ come off the bench, or either that, or you draft something, you get somebody in the draft, yeah. um, building through the draft, um, whether that be. You know, one of the a backup center or a guard, you know, to move Ben off the ball. You know, we don't need Ben being on the ball 100% of the time. Obviously, we can't always get the ball in a wing scorer's hands like we could Jimmy Butler this year. So, yeah. we might need an actual guard and obviously a backup big to, you know, let Embiid be able to sit 15, 20 minutes a night. Um, it's really important, obviously. Yeah. Just guys so, that can create off the bounce, man. Just right. like you said, at the guard spot. At the guard right. spot, of course. And then in the, at the mock draft right now, they got us getting Nas Reed from LSU. Um, I don't know. He's back up big. 6'10", 250, big dude. Yeah. Uh, play for LSU. Um, hopefully the Kings get that 1% chance to number one. And then the Sixers get Zion. But we shall see. <laughs> Zion um, for sure. Yeah, but all in all, um, I think – the Sixers have done a good job with today. Owen Brand re-signing Brett Brown um, to an extension. Um, just kind of keeping the core intact. Um, I think that's just really important for a young team. Just giving them another shot with this, these guys. Like you said, we don't know if Butler um, or Harris will be back, but at least knowing that we have these core three as like a cornerstone of the franchise um, and continue to build. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on the Sixers and I guess these are our closing interviews, almost. <laughs> We've been. When do we start? When do we start to? Yeah, I think I think the podcast about, started like what, like late November. Late November. So yeah. we we've been rocking with them the whole season, pretty much. Yeah. So on the, the bias, the inaugural so. TNT hoops closing interviews <laughs> after the heartbreaking loss, movie ending loss, to the Toronto Raptors. The quadruple doink. Yeah, we had, doink. We had the double doink. doink. Yeah, we they, had the double they, doink. We they doubled that. Toronto doubled that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was crazy. Obviously, man, um, to go out that way, like we said, like it feels like we are part of it. <laughs> like it feels like you know we were a part of it. But I mean, sports—you win some, you lose some. You come back next year ready to fight. I think we're gonna 
you know, shake some things up this offseason and be right back in the mix for the next yeah. three to five years at least. Yeah. At least. And then, obviously, you move forward with a long-term plan after, you know, Embiid and Ben's contracts. But right now, I think those two are untouchable going into the offseason. And you, let's go. Let's go and Jimmy Butler, you want to come back? Come on. Tobias, you want to come back? Come on. And B already stressed that he wants both of them back. What do you think? Um, at Tobias's, you, you said something to me earlier in text. Uh, you wouldn't give Tobias the max, but if you had to get someone else, like who, who are the guys you're thinking about? I said Marcus yeah. Morris. Okay. Marcus Morris from a place, obviously, in Boston, our rivals, but he's from Philly, obviously. Yeah. That would be just like the pack, the ground. Like, I, you know, he's from he here. He could fill right? that role, kind of give perfect. the same amount of production. Because exactly. right, right now, we were really struggling to get Tobias' looks, as you right. saw last night. Like, the ball would kind of have to just find its way into his hands, and he'd have to make a play. And I um, think Marcus Morris is more of a – He's like an in-between type scorer. Yeah. So he could shoot the three, obviously, but he can also feel it. Like, you saw CJ showed us that mid-range game yeah. is still there. Marcus Mar- Marcus For the Mar- first stretch of the year, first 36 games, he had 17 points. Yeah. So that shows you he, he has the ability to score. Like, he can really get to a bucket. All right, and I think he's a better defender than, you know, Tobias is. And I just yeah. think you can pay him a, you know, if Tobias wouldn't take, what, 20 a year? What's a, what's the max contract? Well, that what's the- um. I, I actually don't particularly know, but uh, yeah, I actually got. I actually have like, because I knew you were kind of going to talk. I had the top five pulled up here. Who makes the most, mm-hmm. you know, in the league? So Steph Curry's one, uh, Chris Paul's two. So he's <laughs> he out there in Houston. Sheesh. Let me get that. How, money. how much are they both making? How much uh, is Steph making? Steph's making thirty-seven. Okay. Um, Chris Paul's making thirty-five a year, thirty-five mil, obviously. Uh, Russell Westbrook's third, making pretty much the same thing as Chris Paul. Uh, LeBron is four and Blake Griffin is five. And at six, we have Gordon Hayward. At seven, we have Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Highway robbery, so Gordon. Kyle Lowry and Gordon Hayward making that chicken. You yeah. know what I mean? That's crazy. That just goes to show you what merit uh, will bring you in the league, man. Um, obviously, Gordon Hayward is a, just a different situation with the injury, but Kyle Lowry is really making $25 plus million a year. That's absurd. The morning, right? But I mean, he's valuable. But at the end of the day, they come on. Um, but moving on, we'll talk about what do we who we got next on the on the docket. Um, Should we go right into Bucks Raptors? Yeah, let's talk Bucks Raptors. So, okay, we can do that. So the Bucks closed out the last series um, against the Celtics, uh, the one sixteen to ninety one win, uh, correctly predicted by Quiddy um, at the start of the Sir, start of on the that chest quit. Him and I both kind of just thought after that first game that Boston looked different, kind of just like the, the Boston of last year, but just the same problems began to come to the forefront for them. Um, just not too small. They yeah. too small. They don't rebound. And Giannis is a he's a bully. You know bully. what I'm saying? An he's, actual bully. He's every like when you dominate in the paint like that, and it's strictly off your will. Like I'm always going to get past you. If you you're either going to follow me or I'm going to score. When you have that ability to be an efficient player like that, so what makes Ben Simmons so frustrating. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, we want him to have that drive, or we want him to build that drive that Giannis has where it's, okay, I may not be the greatest shooter, or that's not my, obviously not my strength, but I'm going to attack you downhill, and you're going to have to do what you got to do to stop me, or I'm not stopping. Yeah. I'm going all the way to the rim. You know, So the Bucks being able to have that guy, I know it opens everything up for them. That's yeah. why you know, I was feeling him in that. Celtic series because I'm like 
whooping balls and put on him. Jason Tatum. Yeah. 20-year-old Jason. 21. What is he? 21-year-old Jason Tatum. Uh, who else? I mean, obviously that Giannis mean, is young too, but these are kids to him. Like yeah. Giannis has had those years. You see how hard yeah. that dude worked. That Look game, how much, what, that game four or five when he got like how much weight did he put on? Yeah, just eight straight points. Like it was just he's, a, he's a man. He's in a, Boston. He's a dog, yo. He's yeah. definitely a dog. Um, he has that like that Kobe, you know, like that drive. Like I want to be the greatest player of all time. Drive like yeah, and not a lot of guys have that. Like a lot of guys are. Want to be like you can see there's guys in the league that are good, but they just, they're just good. Like 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 a Paul George is perfect perfect example. Like he's really good, obviously. But Great. do you sense that Paul George really got that? I'm killing you. Want to be like. Like that Giannis dog. Like obviously Paul George is a great perimeter scorer. And he yeah, does at times. But I think what you're saying is being Giannis able to tap into that at all, all times. times yeah, is so, so unique. To where so unique. Your impact on the game is going to be felt regardless um, of if you're scoring. If you like, it just I don't know. It's a different. It's a different type of energy to have a guy like that on your team. Um, For sure. Being a Sixers fan, I, I I understand it having to be like when a beat is going off and on those runs where. Knocking down back to back threes, getting in the post, blocking shots at the other end, and it's just like this guy's making every single. It's like he's the only player on the court sometimes. Um, and so guys like Giannis, KD, um, Brown, obviously Russ, but Harden, yeah, Harden. Steph. <laughs> give my boy, yeah. the, we'll give them their credit. We'll get into those two later. Um, <laughs> but Pause. But Raptors, that Raptors, Bucks. Uh, my prediction for that series, I think I have the Bucks in six. Um, particularly just because I, I would like to see Toronto lose after breaking my heart. But um, I don't know. I just think their bench is playing a lot better. Like guys like Conson and Hill are key for them right now. Um, and I just, I don't, like, I, I it's, it's hard to give a prediction because Kawhi just played so well. And mm-hmm. just for me to just instantly say Bucks, like, that's just, a, it's a guess to be, like, it's really yeah, just I a mean, guess. It's listen, not, that's what this is, yeah. that's the point of this. Just trying to give an educated guess, but yeah. like, I, at this point, like, anything can happen. Like, yeah, Kawhi can go for 40 every single night and just make me look crazy, so. Bro, so I'm going, right, you know, Raptors fans are out there probably like, yeah. Raptors and five, like you, you can feel that when you, when you're in a moment, it's it's a di- it's a different type thing. But yeah, I, I I think you know all emotions aside, I think uh, Bucks and seven. I think if if I want to put a stamp on it before the series starts, it's just I think it's going to be one of those series that either split, you know, those first two games. So Toronto gets one game on Milwaukee's home floor, and then they both split back and get those first two two, and then they go back and forth from there. You know, Milwaukee winning game five. Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto winning Game Six, and then Milwaukee ultimately winning on their home floor for Game Seven. Yeah. I feel like it can be <clears throat> one of those series. That's what I'm going to say. That's my yeah. prediction uh, for the series. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Let's move on hey. to the West. Let's move on to the West. Uh, we'll start with just the Denver Portland series um, closed out by CJ McCollum, Lehigh product. Uh, just an incredible game, just especially a fourth quarter closing out. That boy is cold. Top of the key, ISO. Elbow work. <laughs> that just, boy is cold. Just, just the dead dribble into like he said. He told his coach straight up too. That's the funny part. So I basically told Terry Stotts like, "Let's go one four flat. He can't check me." Like straight up, like. And I was saying this to you earlier. It's it's there's guys that can obviously 
you know, get to their spots on the court by being physical, yeah. you know, using the pick and roll. Jimmy Butler type type scorer where Jimmy Butler can get in the pick and roll and that in between game use his body and get to his spots. But CJ McCollum is Imano Imano. Like me and you standing, you're guarding me straight on, I'm gonna make a move. Yeah. Like that's the type of bucket he is and that type of bucket Dame is. They you know what I'm saying? They yeah. both are. So <clears throat> it's it's just special when those guys are at their best. It's like so entertaining yeah. to watch. And CJ was just on, you know, full display in that series. And that was a crazy game seven out there. Yeah. In uh, where is that? Denver. I saw Colorado. some kind of comparing it to uh, kind of Clay's performance the night before, just where um, the main guy and Dame was kind of cool in the first half. So was Curry and and CJ kind of just. Who do you like in, out of those two? I'm taking Clay. I'm taking Clay. Six seven. What about you, Defender. Lee? Clay or TJ? Oh, I'm taking Clay. Clay, okay. Because yeah. people were, people were, I saw a couple Just people saying CJ, you know, because it's, going off. you know, it's that timing in the playoffs, yeah. you really show up, you deserve to be in these Especially you know, when you're main guy and it seems like, because they only scored 39 points in the first half, right? Mm-hmm. So it was moving real slow and CJ was the only guy that really had a role for him. Um, what would you say he is right now? Just, I mean, I feel like we're talking Blazers, so we might as well kind of ranking who would you think he is point I mean not point guards off guards in the league so top five shooting guard top five for shooting sure guards. for sure for sure because I mean obviously yeah. Oladipo is in that mix you got Harden you got Harden Clay you, you saying yeah Harden Clay um, Oladipo is in that mix but you know he's kind of like mm-hmm. circulating now because he's been hurt the last did he hurt last year though no he didn't get hurt last year yeah he just ruptured his I'm saying the year before that though he didn't get hurt at all right he played all the way through because I remember, yeah, yeah he went yeah. game seven games with Brian yeah. right in the playoffs. So, yeah, he got hurt this year. So, you know, just him getting hurt and not mm-hmm. being out there, you know. I think CJ probably. Sometimes I wanted to put DeRozan in there, but then. Like, is he, yeah, DeRozan's a two. Yeah, so would you put, oh, DeRozan or CJ? DeRozan. DeRozan? He's not better than Bradley Bill either. Bradley Bill's. Yeah, yeah how are we missing Bradley yeah. Bill? Bradley Bill's just on a wizard, so he gets, he gets lost. Devin Booker till he's young. So, is he better than. Let's make a quick list real quick. Like, quick list. like so, so my my one is Clay. One no, one is Harden. Oh, yeah, Harden. So, I, so I, okay. I, Should we use Harden though? Because he just he, he just point, point guard. guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just has the ball. So we're not gonna use Harden. We're yeah. gonna go top Actual five, nine. Guards, yeah. yeah. So you got Harden. Uh, I said Harden, Harden, my bad. You Clay. got uh, Clay. Bill. Bill. I'm just gonna name all of them, then we're gonna put them in order. Uh, who else do we say? I guess Devin Booker's in that mix. CJ McCollum. DeRozan. DeRozan. And Oladipo. So, and so Oladipo. One, guy's, one guy's gonna fall out. Right. Okay. So my order will be Clay. Um Damn, that is tough though. I think I'll go I'll go Devin Booker at two. Devin Booker at two. Mm-hmm. Um Bradley Bill at three, CJ McCollum at four, and I'll give Oladipo the nod over DeMar DeRozan because I think Oladipo is a better defensive player okay. and he can score better on the ball. Me and you, straight down, kind of how I was saying with CJ McCollum. Okay, I'll go Clay, Beal, Booker, um, Oladipo. See, that's yeah, no, Jimmy's definitely at the three. He played three for us all year, and he played three. I mean, he kind of played it. I guess he played the two in Minnesota because they had wigs, yeah. But 
I guess we would we would have to. Those are the yeah, five though. Like so, yeah. CJ's in that top five yeah. basically discussion. Old Depot five, yeah. I like how that kind of tailed off right there because yeah. y'all can tell us what y'all think about those those top five yeah. shooting guards in the league because there was a time when the shooting guard position was kind of falling off a little bit. I feel like um, after like the Ray Allens, like the Ray Allen Colbys and them, there was like a little. Yeah. There was like a little a shift to the moment. point guard. You, you know, shift. yeah, shift to the point guard. But yeah, exactly. You didn't have those great shooting guards. D Wade was kind of at the yeah. end of his career, and you had like Ginobili at the end of his career. But those great shooting guards. Now you got the Bradley Bills, Clay Thompsons, Devin, Devin Booker being so young, being so. Is there any other young shooting guards? Like really young, um, like that we're missing. I feel like we're missing like. Gary Harris. Gary Harris. Yeah. yeah, I guess he's in the mix. But yeah, yeah. that's a good tailback to the last night. Um. Just the young guys for Denver just kind of not folded, but they did lose that game more than Portland won it. Yeah, um, they had that game, like you said, in that first half. Yeah, uh, Harris was attacking the rim. They kind of froze yeah. up. Yeah, they just they and, froze up. And Portland's like, I've been here before, and you know that's kind of how CJ yeah. did what he had to do. And Dame, you know, Dame made a couple tough shots. Yeah, when you have to rely on Jokic, kind of to be banging around um, in the last four or five minutes of the game, like. You're not really getting as many calls um, late in the game, and it's just kind of it's a lot. It, it it's tough to play through the post and through your big man in the late stages of a game. I think as we've seen throughout the playoffs so far. Right. Um, so obviously having the guard play and having a guy like CJ step up and when Murray's quiet, Denver really struggles. Um, the last yeah, game changer. So. Last thing I want to say about that series is I think Murray and Harris did such a good job of making Dame and CJ work, right? You had those yeah. four guys. You got Beasley coming off, Barton coming off the bench. Um, Craig Morris, too. Craig, all of them, you putting all those guys on them, making, making them work. But they just, those two just show why they were special. Yeah, and the timeliness, and the timeliness. The timeliness of these man. Like, exactly. Dame didn't play particularly well yesterday, but I still think he had a solid game. Um, so I think I think he, the, he was he had thir- it was like thirteen but ten boards eight assists like he one play that sticks out in particular is this play he got a steal and he I think he drove and made Jokic commit and then he kicked it and then he ran to the corner and got a corner three it was like a real big shot yeah. in the game which was you know a big play I think and then obviously CJ just going off and I think I looked at the, the box score it was CJ was seventeen for twenty nine yeah and he had one three. Yeah. So sixteen points and you know that's all in the mid range, that float game, that's crazy. He said in his press conference too, his brother told him, We getting downhill, like we going floaters, <clears throat> mid range, all of that type of stuff. We not we're not settling tonight. Man. So you you saw over the weekend two guys like David West and Jamal Crawford, like like mid range isn't dead, right? Like right. analytics sometimes takes away from taking the better or the best shot almost that's available or the shot that's rolling for you right now. Like CJ obviously is a killer from the mid range. So like, who's to say like, like imagine if he's playing an offense where like the coach really frowns on those shots and he's not he afforded the ability to go out and just take those shots over and over and over again and kill a defense from that area. Right. Um, it kind of limits you, but we'll talk about that more with the Rockets series. Do you have anything to close kind of just with Portland? Yeah, I think, uh, I think they're coming in a young, hungry team mm-hmm. after, you know, beating, <clears throat> after beating uh, Denver, but I'm not not young in the sense of you know age, but young in the sense of this is yeah, this, this is, is the farthest they've yeah, ever been. This, like, this is, is yeah. Dan's first Western Conference Finals. Exactly, like, they're is, hungry. They yeah. they want this. They they want to see more. Yeah, you know. So I think there's they definitely going to give the Warriors 
a fight. Yeah. A, a fight. But let's talk about the Warriors series a little yeah. bit, then we'll make our picks. So recapping that Warriors Rocket series, um, after Clay goes down or not Clay, after K D goes down in game five in Oracle, um, the Warriors squeezed out a win. Uh the score was one oh four to ninety nine that night. Um KD went down what late in the third, right? And so did, yep. Early in the third. Yeah. Um early in the beginning of the second half. And so Draymond Green, obviously big three, a lot of guys were giving him like just shit for that was like what his first bucket that game or one like one of his first buckets or he was like what, one for eight? Something like that. But With the passion. I think yeah, just the passion, the energy really just kinda changed or just energized Golden State and you can see it to like it's always something that I feel like him or Iggy or just one of those role guys is doing for Golden State to kind of give the spark plug and then the ball just starts rolling, especially at Oracle when the arena, everybody's standing on their feet and there's like 10 minutes left to go on the fourth. Big three, charge. And like you, like after that, like it's just Bro, it's kind of hard to overcome like right. if you're an opposing team in that building. Yeah. You know, you know why I kind of like, like I was I was watching something earlier and it was Draymond just, it was like the 2014 uh, playoffs, yeah. and it was the Warriors playing the Clippers, I believe, and uh, it was like when the Warriors were young, kind of like when the, where the Sixers were, like with their age-wise, like yeah. those guys, and Draymond used to really like cash all the threes, yeah. so like, that's all he used to be cooking Blake. He used to be shooting threes, like he used to shoot threes way better than he does obviously now, but yeah, that's a great point, like you were saying, like he just brings that passion, you know, when he makes that shot, he brings that, he actually brings that passion to. It's, yeah, and for the Warriors, like go, going into the next game, so after that they're they're leading the series three two, and for Houston, like you, you would think that I mean Vegas had them at minus seven and a half. That this is not an easy win, but a, a game as the series is going that they would definitely take and then force a game seven. Right. Um, just kind of give me your thoughts as to how they approach that game, um, the outcome. Harden yeah. at thirty five, Paul played well. Um, so yeah, I don't. 20, I don't want to say twenty-three by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah, he was balling. Chris Paul, who James Harden averages thirty-six. He had thirty-five. So whatever. He missed five free throws though, which was weird. But um, him being an eighty-eight percent free throw shooter for the year, which is like I said, weird. I saw that earlier. They were saying, you know, it's Harden folding. Harden's probably folding under pressure. Yeah. You know, he's definitely not folding, but he's feeling the pressure. I mean, so, so he scored fourteen in the first. In the first quarter, right? Yeah. So, so let me like, let me let me let me. I'm not going to ramble about you know the the Rockets. Let me talk Warriors. Um, I'm not going to say I personally knew they were going to win, but it was one of those things where I had a feeling. I was like, you know, it, these dudes want to show. Like we don't need KD. Like y'all not. We're not going back. Like Steph is about to be super aggressive tonight. Clay's yeah. about to be super aggressive, and I kind of saw that coming. Into the, I kind of want to see that because obviously I I love watching Steph Curry play, but just just knowing like what was at stake, how it was kind of built around. Yeah, him. Like the the, narr- the narrative is not, is that, that James Harden is and Chris Paul are not beating these two tonight. Like they, yeah. this is they smell blood. Like they have one more to win, and they yeah. can just get their guy back. Like that was I, I want to say that was kind of predictable to me. Yeah, um, and I think just we said this on TNT Hoop Shoot around Volume Four. Like the Warriors have shown us time and time again. Um, the ability to close out games like that. Assistant, the, the ability to like as soon as you're like as soon as you're you're kind of backing off and thinking, Oh, we have some breathing room, like they're in the Rockets led by eight in in the fourth, I'm pretty sure, right? Right. And so like 
you, you kind of say, all right, we, we have this game. Not You're not coasting, but you're kind of playing not to lose at that point. Right. And the Warriors is just relentless, 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 and they're always making the correct play. Um, like, you see it quite, kind of towards the end when Steph was getting even. He was getting doubled off the screen all night, but he makes the correct play to Draymond. Draymond one dribble. Instead of taking the layup, kicks it to Iggy. Iggy swings it to Clay. Like, one more like, Clay. Plays like that are just winning basketball plays that you see over and over again. Um, from teams like the Warriors, so all, all credit to them. But looking from Houston's side of things, uh, incredible year. Um, I like incredible yeah, year. Yeah, incredible, <laughs> incredible year as a Houston fan. Like if I was a Houston Rockets fan, I'm really happy this year. I got to see James Harden going one of the most impressive sure offensive yeah, yeah, stretches. stretches. Definitely got to look at it from that perspective. Ever right, crazy mm-hmm. oh, MVP caliber year. I don't know who will win it. Um, I was just thinking more so, just you know. My fault, not to cut you off, but you know how they said they're they're obsessed with beating the Warriors and yeah. just being the second round. It's kind of just like, damn, like we we feel like this is supposed to be like when we're supposed to do it. So yeah. when you say incredible year, I just kind of you know I just feel yeah. a certain. It sucks and ends with the James Harden thing. This but. is this is who they just like you said. This is who they were looking at for, from the right. start of the year. Darren Morey sets his intentions that listen, we're trying to beat the Warriors. Right. So it's one team right. anyway. It doesn't yeah. matter when it when it is. Yeah, and right. so that makes sense too. They they were kind of. I mean, I don't know if they were happy to see them right then and there, but no matter what you knew, the, the road of the finals was going for the Warriors. So, quick question: Do you pick? Do you pick the, if the Rockets would have won hypothetically? Do you pick them over uh, Denver, Denver or Portland? Or Portland? Like yeah. out of either yes. one of those two? Yes. So you thought they just would have? That would okay. So yeah. I, and I do feel better as a Rockets fan. Like you think Rockets fans feel that? I feel yeah. Like, you beat you beat the team that's going to be playing in the finals. Yeah, I agree with that actually so. too. So. I mean, I guess you can't really look at either way you lose to them and their team's going to be shaken up next year. So, yeah, but right. like for, for me in that Harden game, like looking, I, I feel like in a couple of weeks or in a couple of months or years, people are going to look at the last game six and people are going to say, well, Harden played well. He had 35 points for like score. Well, but like I look at I key in on that last four or five minutes of that game right. to where you see guys like Curry elevate. Scoring 16 points, going through for three, three, hard and having what three turnovers in that last four or five minute stretch, um, just kind of collapsing. Just and I hate to just make it seem like I'm a hardened hater, but like that, that shit matters, man. Like over and over, time and time again in the playoffs, you see just late in the games, it just it just doesn't happen or click for you. And at what point, like, Little interruption by Quiddy's laptop. <laughs> Real unprofessional, but at what point do you kind of just? He had six turnovers, though. I didn't know he had six. Yeah. I mean, you said he had five in the last. Th- Not he really five. Had six. I think it was like three in the last in the last four minutes yeah. of that game. But just it's just unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate to see that one of the greats in our lifetime, like probably the top three score in our lifetime, that we'll see, um, just continually go down early in the playoffs. It's um, the one team, though. Yeah, just the one team. <laughs> like, who do you think? You think like the heart, the Rockets would be anybody with the Warriors, right? For most part. Yeah. Like in a series, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. It would just be a complete different team. So. Like we look, James Harden is turning thirty next year. Yeah. Arguably a top five player. He's the maybe the best ISO player ever to play the game. They have no excuse. What if What if Boogie were to stay? Is that enough? What, Boogie, what do you mean? If Boogie were to stay yeah. in Golden State, yeah, I don't think Boogie is Boogie. I mean, he, I, mean, I think the Warriors are great, honestly, but I don't think Boogie's no like deciding factor in a series I mean, against the Rockets. Beat the Rockets though, like so, it's it's going to be a close. It's going to go six or seven without, but without KD. KD yeah, it's going to be six or seven. Year. Yeah, well, no, no, for sure, for sure. 
I ain't disrespecting the Warriors. I still think they will be. I think they were saying they still be favorites next year, even if he does leave. So, I mean, but I think the Rock, as a Rockets fan, I would feel <laughs> as a Rockets fan, I'd be like, look, I, I don't think you can feel run. anything as a Rockets fan. Yeah, you run it back. You run it back. They if KD, leave, you want KD to go to. You're praying that KD goes to after they just New York. beat you without KD. Like, it doesn't matter. That's one game. Yeah, it's one game. That's not a whole season. A whole, that's a whole. The war, if, if KD team. were to leave, it's not like that void. Like that void is going to be filled by players. It will. Like, it's I not, agree like, with it's that. Not now, just be no one. Yeah, like, I agree with that. And I always say that. But what I'm saying is, it's still a completely differently constructed team. Like you, yeah. like all right, well now, I'm trying to beat a Steph Curry led team as opposed to a Kevin Durant led team. Like the way I mean, I I think Steph's a better leader and he's more of a valuable player in that system or whatever but it's just a different team makeup because now Steph Curry has to be more aggressive now Klay Thompson has to be more aggressive now Draymond Green's going to be the facilitator yeah, I, uh, I saw those three 172 oh, games yeah but that was that's not it's still it's, it's it still not changes it still changes that was how many years ago was that that was five years ago Bro, I've been watching the Dynasty as well. They, they, they've got some somebody's got to make me change my mind before I. I, think I agree. I'm saying I've been watching the Dynasty too. Like, listen, I I see it, but I'm saying as a Houston fan, I'll be optimistic. I feel like we can leave it there as far as. You got coming back with average 36 you got, yeah, yeah, he coming. James Harden coming back. You got, yeah, but like you, Chris you Paul. Chris Paul bothers me. Chris Paul bothers me. Just his game and bringing him back. What do you think about that, Chris Paul? But yeah, obviously you have James Harden coming back. Bro, like that. Like what Chris Paul does in the regular season doesn't translate to the playoffs right now, as I see. Like well, that whole flopping around, just hunting for court. Like that shit is not working. I think her. I think like, Chris it's, it's Paul not working against Tony Brothers. But Leek, you know what I mean? Like yo, his game. Like late in that game, what were you watching? He played. He was playing well in Game Six, though. Yeah, uh, he, he was. Yeah, he had twenty. He had twenty three points leading into the fourth quarter. But then that fourth quarter was a while. Like Curry just made both him and Harden look just miserable. Like, miserable to watch. But it's still, okay. Like, both of them look like just, no. That's this year, but you're still going into next year. Like, you. What are you, so what are you going off My, what I'm going, what I'm, my only That's the most important time of the year. Like, like, everything you've done up until this point, like, I'm not saying it's inconsequential, it just doesn't matter, but the the Warriors are still playing. Their team is still different, though, without Kevin Durant, is my point. Like, you're going into it now, like, it's it's a different team. Why are you making it seem like it's not a different team? If they don't have Kevin Durant on their team, it's a completely different team than what it would be. I don't understand how you're not getting that. Like, yes, it's still the Warriors, but it's not the Kevin Durant Warriors. So, so maybe, we're more maybe confident am I, cra- we am, I, am I crazy for thinking that that team could be just as good if you invest more in a Curry? Bro, yes. No, I mean, no. I mean, no. Yes. So just no, you're not good. crazy. No, yeah, no, so. you're not crazy. That's not a crazy thought at all. But I'm saying that, yes, obviously that can happen. So why are you – but you're making But I think that's like, more probable than the other way than them getting worse. Like – like I really, like I really, I really think if uh, maybe like this, so this running, may be a hot take. I'm not like, but I think they can elevate. Like I think Curry is so ready to prove next year. Like, listen, I'm still MVP okay, caliber player. I understand like that. it's just like I'm not gonna say they're gonna be better argument. without KD, but like I'm saying that, that is very probable. Like, I understand, I understand all that for sake of debate and argument, though. But what I'm saying is, as a Houston Rockets fan, if Kevin Durant is no longer on the roster. I'm feeling a little bit better than I was feeling the year when he was on the roster. Yeah, definitely. Yes, the Warriors definitely. have the capability. I still don't think I can win that series, though. Like, I'm not just, like, going to just say I can win that series. You, what do you mean? Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, I, I, you're not looking at it from their perspective, I think. Like, I know you're trying to think, like, you're trying to make it seem like. Just from, like, any, like, you saw it. Like, you saw it. They, they lost one game to them, bro. 
They lost one, one, it was one game. I would say one and a half. Okay, but the whole team is going to be completely different without Kevin Durant on yeah. it. It's a different team makeup. You, I don't get you're not you're not understanding that. <laughs> you really aren't. You're not catching that. If you're if you're a Rockets fan, you feel you feeling good. You now you're not feeling good, obviously, but you're feeling better when Kevin Durant is not there. But you know, Rockets went down, so we went. Let's leave it there. Rockets went down. Yeah. We got uh, Blazers Warriors. What do you? Predict. Warriors in five. Five. Yeah. It's, I mean. Quick work. Huh? Yeah. Gentlemen, sweet. I don't think Portland has enough. Like, just in the front court, no. Just I think Draymond and Looney would just dominate. That, like, <laughs> dominate. So, like you know, you know what I mean though. Like I'm not like dominate, not like scoring like thirty, but like yeah. they're just gonna control the front court. Like it's not, it's not gonna be easy for Collins and Cantor to keep up with them. Like they're. There's gonna be a lot going on, a lot of lobs, a lot of like, it's a lot of work, a lot of perimeter work from them. Like it's just. Yeah, I agree. The Cantor can't really move. Yeah. But Collins is alright. I like Collins, and I like. Collins I like Collins and, and like, Leonard. You, you'll be able to catch him out of position a lot. Like you see how many fouls you get me are drawing Collins. Like yeah, imagine it's so quick. Yeah, like, imagine what I mean, they don't the best they're gonna do, especially if they if when KD comes back and they go to that lineup of death, like they're just it's over. Like, and the boogie. Yeah, it's, it's well, not. Well, he may be coming back. I know he's going to be working his way back in, but. Yeah, he wants to I come back so he gets paid. Cancer is a great person to come back and have to go have to go against. That man can't guard his shadow. Yeah, so I just. So you I, got Warriors in five? Yeah, so here's how I can see it going a little differently. Um, I said the same thing in the Milwaukee series last time we recorded. Um, if, again, if Dame, Dame can kind of work his way back up into that top 10. Yeah, God damn, it's 205. Could he just show me the top? Um, it's the grind, baby. Dave can kind of work his way back up into that top pantheon. Yeah. Um, if he goes for like another 30, 30 a game, and then like they push it to like six or seven. If they put if, if Portland pushes a series to seven, I'm gonna have a newfound respect for him. That would be crazy. Yeah, like, just, like, it would just be those two because Hood Hood just went. So down. then, if if you're a Portland no fan neighbors. coming back next year, what do you feel about the Warriors without KD? <laughs> Same thing. I mean, you you still feel like you can't beat them, like type thing. No, okay. No. I'm just saying, you push them six to seven, six or seven. I feel like we just lost to the war. We just lost to the Raptors in six. I mean, in seven, and I think we can beat them next year. I just, I Steph has stopped. Warriors, Steph is, is still a top story. five player. Like I don't like that's just like I don't. Okay. It doesn't go away from me. Like you still got to deal with that, and I'm like unless he's getting worse, then I don't see how teams can feel comfortable. He's just getting a bigger role and a more like, and I'm. From everything I've seen, he can handle it. Like I'm not Raleigh saying. is stuff is top five player. I feel like he's definitely not compared to most NBA standards In now. The NBA? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Yeah. See, that's, that's not like a not thing anymore. I mean, you got those three we just named. The and then is really good right now. Yeah, you got really good Giannis, KD, Braun, Harden. No, no, no. Yeah, you just named. That's five that that's we four. already said. Giannis, KD, Braun, Harden. Kawhi. We named him earlier. It's far. Yeah, bro. So like, it's like, I I, I like Steph over Harden though. I always say that. I say that. I have, I end up saying this at end of every year. That's not happening. Yeah. That's you saying this year, but I like him personally. Like I'm taking him. Like we out. Like for a season. Come on. Then Harden. I mean, they're both gonna get it done somehow. Like Harden gonna get his buckets. Like but Steph gonna lead it in a different type of way. Obviously, you can't go wrong with either of the two. But it's just crazy to see how talented yeah. the league is now. Like these guards coming in, like <laughs> yes, yeah, they get to watch like 
like Steph revolutionized that. Sh- like they really get to watch these dudes, Steph, Harden, you know, coming up, which is crazy. And then even Dame and CJ, let's give them their respect, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it will be a good series though to watch us for the guard play. Yeah, so I'm gonna just put my uh, prediction out there too. What I, I <laughs> the Warriors gonna sweep them in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Warriors just gonna sleep them real cool. Damn, I think it's gonna be one of those things. And then, um, like I got obviously got them playing the Bucks in the finals. But I think, I think the Warriors gonna have like four real tough games. Yeah, tough fought out. And then the Warriors just won them at the end. Okay, this could be a crazy one. Yeah. But I'm giving you a chance. Cause this might be. You know, Thank six, you for that. Yeah, six, seven, give you a chance. It could be a. You know, I can also see this being. My, my, okay, I'm just confirming my pick is four, but I can also see this being like one of those series where Damon CJ drag it out, like you were saying, six, yeah. seven. They just they really just making shots with Stephen and and they're playing well in Portland. Like this is like what we're saying, this could be their year. So, but I'll go Warriors in four. <laughs> cool. All right, so TNT Hoops listeners, thank you again for um just tuning in to Quiddy and I. Thanks for bearing with us through the uh, technical difficulties yesterday. Um, it's been a long journey as a Sixers fan. As you can tell, probably a real somber podcast, but yeah. Hopefully, we'll get them next year. Quit, you got anything to say? Anything to anything? To yeah, man. Up? Y'all know the vibes, though. TNT Hoops. TNT you know, hoops. like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Y'all know the vibes. We're going to go out to some Drizzy, though. <laughs> Showing Toronto their love for, you know, getting it done, but respect.